Tesamid Bay, seven lines from the bottom. Tan Rabban and the Mora brings a Brysa. The Brysa starts here and goes about 10, 11 lines down on Yudam and Aleph till first word on the line is Davar. That's the last line of the Brysa. The Brysa is going to compare and contrast uh, three of the major types of Nazikin, Shor, Bor, and uh, Eish. And uh, each comparison starts out with the word Chaimer. So I would diamond the word Chaimer over here. The first word on the first line on Yudam and Aleph is Chomer. I would diamond that. And five lines later, last word on the line is Be'esh. The word before that is Chaimer. I would diamond that. Let's see the three comparisons. In this comparison, the first one, Chaimer, Beshor mi Bebor, Chaimer Bebor mi Beshor. So we're going to compare Bor to Shor. Now, I wrote above Shor Karen. It's not so clear from here, but it's going to be clear from the Hemshech that when we're talking about Shor here, it's specifically the Karen type of uh, damage. Colon. Chaimer Beshor mi Bebor. I underline those three words. And four lines later, first three words in the line are Chaimer Bebor mi Beshor. So we're going to see the more stringent side of each one of these in comparison to the other. So Chaimer Bebor mi Beshor mi Bebor. We have four things over here. A shore that damages has to pay a kofer payment at times, whereas a boar doesn't. And also the shore who gores the um, slave will have to pay a special 30 uh, payment, which is not the case in boar. Uh, the third thing, once the uh, shores had the gmardin, that we got to um, get rid of it, execute it, kill it, um, it becomes Asurbana, which is not a, don't have the by Bor. And finally, uh, the fourth difference, Darko Lelechulahazik, it actively goes out and does damage, Masha Enkin, which is not the case by Bor. Now, the flip side, Chomer Bor Mbeshor, how is Bor more Machmer than Shor? And we have uh, two points. Firstly, Shabor Tchilas Asiozlanezik, from the moment that the Bor is completed, it was uh, stood there uh, to potentially damage. And secondly, it's muad mitzchilasai. From the onset, it's muad. There's no such thing as a tam when it comes to uh, bor, masha enkain, which is not the case by shor. Now the next comparison, chaymer, shor mi ba'esh, and chomer ba'esh mi I underline these two words, chomer b'shor mi ba'esh, and three lines later, first word line is kain, the third, fourth, and fifth word, chomer ba'esh mi b'shor, I also underlined. So here's, again, uh, the comparison either way. Chomer b'shor mi be'esh, we're in the second line, uh, four things that a shor is more machu than esh, number one, and some of these are going to be a bit repetitive, shashor mishalim kofer, it pays a kofer payment, if it uh, kills someone, it chaya b'shleishim shal evid, has to pay the 34 uh, a slave. Number three, nigmar dinai, asr b'hana, once it's nigmar it's forbidden in hana, again, all these don't apply to esh, and finally, if you give your shor over uh, the responsibility of taking care of it to a cherishite or a katan, a deaf mute, uh, basically insane person, or a minor chayev, if there's damage, you are going to be held responsible. Masha Ain which is not the case by H. Uh, comma. Uh, now the other way. Chaymer, how is H more machmer than Shor? That's something we've seen before, but basically, fire from the onset is considered muad. If it doesn't need damage, it pays full. Um, full compensation, Masha Engin, which is not the case by Shor. 
Finally, Chaymer Be'esh Be'bor Ve'chomer Bor Be'esh. We compare Bor to Esh. I underline these three words now. Chomer Be'bor Mi Be'esh. And one line later at the end of the line is Chomer Be'esh Mi Be'bor. Okay, how is it that Bor is more Machmer than Esh? Because Shetchilas Asiyas Lenezek, the beginning uh, of it, from the beginning of it, uh, like from the moment that the bore is made, and there's just a rabbim dug out there, it's uh, uh, liable to damage. And if you give it over to Kharshatavakatan, you would be Chayev, which is not the case by Aish, and those two words are underlined. How so? Sha'esh, Darka Lelech, it actively it goes out beyond itself, Lahazik. Also, Mu'edis Lechol, it's um, considered understood that it's reasonable that it could consume, in a destructive way, obviously, ben ruila, something, whether it's something that's fitting for it, or ben ruila that's not fitting for it, which is not the case by Bor. Okay, that's the end of a uh, rather extensive Bryce. So the Gemara is going to ask a little bit on the Bryce, and namely, like, who is the author, and is every example of each one of these cases uh, listed? So the way the Gemara asks it is ve-listni. I put a... Um, vector on this word velisni. Velisni is and well it should have also taught another case. If you go about thirteen lines down or so, last word on the line is listening. I also put a vector under that. So here's the Gemara's first Velisni. Velisni, why didn't it teach? Why didn't the price include in the Chomer Bishormi Bibor, which is the first of the first section, the following Shashor Chayev Bayesha Kalim. Let's say a shore um damages uh, like gores into or kicks in a destructive way, uh, kalim, uh, it would be chayev masha'en kain bebor, which is not the case uh, in bor. Why didn't it list that off? Well, you know why? Because we didn't have a name associated with a big brisa. Ha mani, who is the author of the large snake source we started with? Rabbi Yehuda, he I double underline Rabbi Yehuda. Why would it be Rabbi Yehuda? And then it would make sense why this wouldn't be listed, because Rabbi Yehuda is the um, Shitas Yachid who's Mechayev on this Kekalim Babor. Unlike everyone else, Rabbi Yehuda says, oh, just like in Shor slash Karen, uh, Kalim would be Chayev, so too Nizke Kalim would be Chayev in a Bor. Well, who then is the author of our Brysa? Rabbi Yehuda, e Rabbi Yehuda, if that's the author of our Brysa, Ema Seifa. Well, then keep reading. Uh, this part is a quote, goes almost uh, three lines, and it's from the Seifa, from the last of the last cases. We had underlined right at the end of the Brisa, Chomer Be'esh Mibabor. Well, let's look into that. Chomer Be'esh, how is Eish more uh, Machmer than Bor? She'esh Darka Lelech Ulahazik. First of all, its nature is that it actively goes beyond itself and does damage. Umuad, and it's considered muad, meaning like full payment uh, for damages, whether it consumes, lechol, bendavar u'ilazam, that's fitting for it, bendavar shen u'ilazam, that's not fitting for it, masha'in came to bor, which is not the case by bor. Now, what is this something that is fitting for, something that's not fitting for it? Three words in right angles, davar u'ila, what's considered ru'i for esh, mainihu, well, what does fire usually burn? Eitzim, Wood, okay, like uh, pieces of wood. Now, continues the quote of that price. Another four words in right angles. Now, what did the price mean when it said that? That's something that is not like normally fitting to be uh, destroyed by Aish. Well, my nihu, that would be Kalim. And we're saying that Aish would be Chayev for Kalim. And then we concluded with saying 
four words in right angles, Masha'en came bor, which would not be the case in the bor, which apparently then Kalim would not be Chayav in a bor. Now, one second, I Rabbi Yehuda, we're trying to establish the authorship of this big price of being Rabbi Yehuda, but we just said Ha'amris, Mechayev, Hi Rabbi Yehuda, on this case, Kalim bor. No, 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 Rabbi Yehuda is the one who says that Kalim in a bor would, yes, be Chayev. So it's kind of difficult to say the large Shnaic source is Rabbi Yehuda. Because then, as you keep reading, specifically the last case, it doesn't make sense. And I double underline the Rabbanon here. Really, the large snake source is not Rabbi Huda, rather, it is the Rabbanon. Well, then we had a problem because the source was not complete when it was listing the differences uh, between shore and bore. It didn't list that a shore is Chayv and Kalim and a bore is not. Now, when you have a large list in any Tanakh source, a Mishnah or Brisa, it's fine if the list is not include everything as long as there's at least two things that are not included. So we only have one, in which case the Gemara here says, Tana Vishir. Well, some of the things that were in the list were included in all these different comparisons and some were not. If it's only one that's left out, that's highly suspicious. So there always has to be at least two things that were not listed. So the Gemara asks us, it always does, my shear to high shear. Well, what else was left out of the list that you could say that this was left out? Answers the Gemara, shear, tamun. You know what it left out? It left out the case of tamun, something that was damaged, but that it was sort of like um, hidden or buried inside of something else. It should have said that uh, the more machmer side of shore and bore versus aish, that shore, let's say the animal kicks some, um, I don't know, sack of someone's backpack, but in the backpack there's a valuable clue, like let's say a uh, a glass vase, or if a uh, chamor fell in a boar, and he has got, let's say, uh, a, 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 a sack, and it has glass in it, and it smashes, he'd be chayev, which is not the case uh, by Aish. That was the other uh, thing that was left out, so you could say the first thing left out is also uh, reasonable. Ibaisema, I squiggle on the Ibaisema, that really we're going to keep or try to keep the authorship of the large snake sources being Rabbi Yehuda, Lailam, like double under Yehuda's name. We're going to, though, have to redefine or re understand what the Davar Shein Ruila is. U, and I put the four words in right angles, Davar Shein Ruila, we said it came to include Kalim. Mm, actually, not. Lav la suye Kalim, rather, Ella la suye another type of uh, pretty uh, abstract or obscure type of uh, damage, it's lichicha niroi v'sichsicha avanov. If um, the plowed field that's ready to be planted is singed and I guess has to be replowed, or the ava, uh, his uh, stones got um, all black and they have to be uh, cleaned off or wiped off, uh, bottom line, uh, that is the distinction. The problem with this is Maskif La Ravashi. Listening, now we had already um, had one listening, the first uh, word on the line about 13 lines ago. Here Ravashi says, well, on this Ibai same approach that we just said it really is Rabbi Yehuda, the problem with that is it should have said, Chomer Bishor mi Bebor, Shashor Chayev by Shorpsuve Hamukdashin, Masha Enkein Bebor. What's the case of Shor Psule Hamukdashin? If you have a shore which was once uh, Hekdesh, but then it got redeemed, and it falls into a boar, the one who's responsible for the boar is actually putter, because part 
of having something fall into a person's board and the person being responsible for it is that he gets the uh, carcass. Well, he's not able to get the carcass over there because what do you do is you do with the carcass? You give it to your dogs for dog food or something like that. And But this is Asr Behana. Uh, and that would not be the case in Bor, uh, which is actually uh, sure would be Chayev in uh, Karen, but not in Bor if it's a Shor Psulah Mukdashin. Now, who do we say the authorship of our big brisa was? You want to say it's from Yehuda? Really says Ravashi. Colon. E armis I squiggle underline the E. And two lines later in the middle of the line I squiggle underline the Ella E. So let's look at the two sides. If you want to say Amris Bishlama, everything's gonna be okay if you say it's the Rabbanon he, because I did the Shir Hach, Shir Nami Hach, the Rabbanon already have a few things that were lifted off of the list, so you could add another one in. Ella E Amris, if you want to insist it's Rebbe Yehuda, there's basically nothing list, li, uh, there's nothing missing from the list if it's Rebbe Yehuda, then my Shir de high Shir. What else would be off the list that this could be off the list? Well, there is one more thing, and it really could be Rebbe Yehuda Shir, Dash Be Niroi. I guess a animal that in a destructive way tramples all over a freshly, nicely arranged plowed field, so maybe you'd have to plow it again, that would be the case. The Gemara concludes and says, no, that's actually not considered a valid exclusion from the Brai. Why? Because it was already included to Hatana when the Brai said, uh, four words in right angles, Shekane Darkoi Lelech, uh, what is trampling through somebody else's field, if not going, and as it's going, doing damage. And uh, therefore, the large snake source, I think what the Gemara is saying here is it basically has to be the Rabbanan and cannot be Rabbi Yehuda. The um, Mishnah had said, three words in right angles, It's interesting, this is the second time the Gemara is going to bring a Bryce that did it right at the beginning, on the middle of the previous time. I'm going to do it again, where it sort of in the Brisa, quotes part of the Mishnah and then elaborates on it. So here's another one, Tana Rabbanon, three lines in Aik's source. Uh, this has uh, right angles because it's essentially a quote from our Mishnah. And the right angles, and we're still in the Brisa. So the Mishnah said that if a person does something which makes possible a partial damage, he's going to be liable for the entire damages that are caused as though he had prepared the entire of damage. So Kate said, what's an example of that, says this Brisa? So imagine if you have a person, Hachaifer Bortisha, he digs a pit in the Rishos of Rabbin, that's nine Tfachim deep. Uba'achar, and some other guy comes along, digs another Tefach out, making it ten deep, the Acharoin will be Chayev. The last guy is the one who is going to be totally responsible, uh, whether... Uh, the uh, shore that fell in it died, or whether it was damaged. Now, in general, we say as far as dying, that's only if it's a 10 tefach deep pit. But damages, there would have already been if it was 9 tefachim, but we're going to make the um, last fellow chayef for everything. That's the end of the Tanaic source. Notes the Gemara, I put an A above this Udaloka Rebbe, and three lines later, I put a B, and also circled it, above Rav Papa. Two different ways to jump off of this point. The first way is Udalo Karebi, that that snake source would not be like Shittas Rebbe. Ooh, what Shittas Rebbe? Desanya, here's a two and a half line brysa. Hachofer Bortisha, if you have one guy, we'll call him Bob, he digs a, ten, uh, a nine tefach uh, deep pit in the Rishul Sarabim. Uba, 
Acher, and Karl comes along, and digs out another tefach, making it ten deep, the Acher, in the last guy, is Chayev. Rebbe, Oimer, we box Rebbe, oh, here's a dissenting Tanaic opinion, Rebbe says, Achar Acheroin Lemisa, Achar Shneim Lenizokin. If the animal falls in and dies, then that's totally the responsibility of the second guy, of Carl. But if an animal falls in and is damaged, well, then both Bob and Carl would be responsible, and Rebbe clearly would not be uh, able to fit into the previous uh, Tanaic source. Rav Papa, however, says, no, Rav Papa Amar Lemisa, when we say the Achrayin is Chayev, what we're saying is only for Misa, and therefore it can be Divrakol, because Rebbe agrees that as far as the Misa is concerned, it's totally the responsibility of the second fellow. Ika da Amri, alternatively, another way to analyze this, I squiggle on Ika da Amri, Lema de Lok Rebbe? Should we say it's not like Rebbe, the previous Tanaic source, meaning the one that's uh, five, six, seven lines ago? Amar of Papa, no, Lemisa. It could be Rebbe, and it's specifically, it's not talking about if the animal's damaged, it's talking about specifically if the animal died, Vedivra HaKoyl. Maskif. I have a triangle on this Maskif. Five lines later, last word of line is Shesha, so the middle of the line is another Maskif. That gets a triangle. Anamud Beis, the second line, second to last word is Maskif, that gets a triangle. And then about 12 lines below that, first two words of the line are Vesuleka, when it says Vehaika, another triangle. This is going to be a series the Gemara is going to bring. Of uh, the first one's brought by Rav Zera, the second one by Rav Sheshis, the third one by Rav Papa, the fourth one seems the Gemara is bringing it. In all those cases, it seems like there's going to be, but but is there not additional things? So Maskif la Rav Zera, Vesuleika Vehaika. What do you have? You have imagine this scenario over here. Um. Masar Shairai Lechamisha Bnei Adam. Imagine you give, a person gives over his uh, ox, which has to be watched to five people. Upasha Boy Echamhen, and one of the five is negligent. Vehizik, and he does damage. Chayev, he would be Chayev for that. Now, one second. What do you see? That the person is, um, if it happened that he gave over his. Uh, his ox, and you're going to have a chiyuv on that one person. So we say, well, one second. Hey, chi dummy. How exactly is this happening? Let's get specific. If it was that without him, lohave minter, it would not have been guarded, and then he was negligent. Pshita di ihu kavit. Even though there were other people involved, if he wasn't doing what he was supposed to be doing, it was very reasonable that the thing wouldn't have been properly guarded, then yeah, he's responsible. On the other hand, Ella, I squeal in on the Ella, de belav ihu, nami minter, the owner of the ox gave his ox over to five people, but without that fifth person, it clearly should have been guarded by the other four. My kava, then what in the world did that guy do? Okay, so that's not a problem. How about this? Maskif, we have a triangle on the Maskif, this one's brought by Roshashis, Maskif Roshashis, Faha'ika, what about Marbe, Bechavila. Marbe bechavila is when you are uh, loading up, let's say, um, long pieces of bamboo or flax on, on the back of an animal, and uh, you add some pieces that are even longer and, and make it so that it's a little bit closer to, let's say, a potential potentially damaging something else. Um, so Marbe Bechavila, where you, let's say, elongated the load, and we say, well, one second, how, how, how exactly would this thing work? 
Hechidami. E debelav ihu loy azla. If without this uh, addition, it wouldn't have gone and 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 caused the damage. Pshita, like of course, this person is chayiv. Ella debelav ihu. If without it, as it would have gone anyway. My kavit, then they, they weren't doing anything. Maskiv la rapapa. The third uh, attempt to uh, question this or uh, attack this. Vahaika. What about that which was brought in the following brisa? Hadisanya. You have a uh, two-line brisa here and a bench. And the bench has five people sitting on it, and it didn't break. Some other guy comes along and plops himself down on it, and it breaks. Who's going to be Chayev? The last guy and only the last guy. So, you had five people sitting on a bench. And it didn't break. They were there for a little while. And some, we'll call him a sixth guy, comes along. And he sat on it. And broke it. Connector Vamara Papa Kigain, who would be like the sixth guy? Well, Kigain, the famous Papa Baraba. He was a very large, uh, heavy man. Now, Hey, dummy, what exactly is the situation over here? Elema squiggling on Elema de Belavi, who, if it wasn't for the sixth guy who came along, uh, you call him Papa Baraba or Fat Albert or Big Mo or whatever you want to call him, if without him, um, Lo Itbar, that bench wouldn't have broken. Pshita, like, for sure, he's totally responsible. On the other hand, Eli Squiggler and the Ella, de Belavi, who Nami Itbar, if without him, the bench would have broken anyway, then my covet, what's this guy's fault? So the Gemara clarifies, Saif, Saif, uh, you know what's going on in the end? The five people who were sitting on the bench, Masnisa, that Tanaic source that we had on the third and fourth line of this Amud, Heichim Metarza, how are you going to understand it? Well, lo, it's not exactly the way I explained it, rather, Tzricha, it's necessary, Debelavi, who have a mitbar betreshoi. If it wasn't for this big guy who came along and the five people were sitting on it, it would have, it would have broken, it just would have taken two hours. Vehashta itbar bechadasha. Now, since big uh, Papa Baraba came and plopped himself down, it uh, broke after one hour. The Amrilay, where all those five guys can say to Papa Baraba, they can say, listen, big man, Ilavat, if it wasn't for you, have a Yasvinan Tve Porta. We would have been able to sit um, a little bit longer, and of course we wouldn't have gone to two hours, Vikaiman, and we would have gotten up. Kama. Well, Valema Lahu, why wouldn't he, though, be able to say back to them, this, uh, let's say, Papa Baraba character, to the other five, Elav Asun Bidi Well, it's not my fault, because it wasn't that you guys had plopped yourselves down along with uh, me. You might have been there first, but you were there. Lo Havi Midbar wouldn't have broken at all. So we have to clarify the case. Lo, rather, Tzricha, it's necessary. Debehadi Desamech Bahu Tavar. What does that mean? Literally means that as he was leaning on them, it broke. Uh, Rashi says, about uh, 12 lines down in the Rashi, Lo, Tzricha, Debehadi, Yasamech, Halayu, La'olam, really, Debelav, Iyu, Lo'evim, Itbar, Klal. If it wasn't for this big Papa Baraba fellow, it wouldn't have broken at all. Udikamra, is that which we said? Well, then, Pshita, like, of course, Papa Baraba is uh, liable, totally responsible. Lo, Tzricha, Delo, Yashav, Alav. He actually didn't sit on the bench. Ella, Amad, Al, He was standing on his feet. However, he was leaning, Venisma, Chalem, on those fellas. The Asla, Shemina, and the Chiddush is, even though he didn't actually directly sit on the bench, but his 
Kayach is leaning on those who were on the bench, Kigufo Domi is like his Gufoi. Back in the Gemara, Pshita. Well, isn't that sort of like obvious? Says the Gemara, not necessarily. You might have thought to say, we just saw this in the Rasha, that Koho, he didn't actually sit on the bench, he just, his weight was down on those who were on the bench. Koho, you might have thought to say it's Lavka Gufoi Domi, and maybe he wouldn't be responsible. Kama, Kamash Malan, the Chiddush is connector to Kaycha Kagufoy Dami. Using the force of your body to do something is like using the actual direct weight of your body. The Cholhecha Kagufoy Tavar, Kaychenami Tavar, wherever the weight of the body could break and it would be responsible for it, so too the Koach. One final Vesuleika. Vesuleika, but you know, there's no other uh, cases. What about this? Vahaika. This is our last triangle in the series of four. Hadesanya, the following. Tanaic source. This one goes for. Four lines. If you have uh, ten people with baseball bats and each one of them uh, hits the same uh, poor fellow, whether they hit them all at the same time, one after the other, they would all be uh, potter, uh, no, not a nice thing that they did, but you couldn't uh, finger any one of them as being uh, responsible for the death of that person. Rabbi Yehuda ben Beseru, who we boxed Amar, well, if it was one, and then another one, and another one, and the person only died after the tenth blow, Ha'achrain, the last one who gave him, so to speak, that death blow, is he was the last one who slammed the guy, and the guy died shortly after that, even though it could very well be that the fellow wouldn't have died, if the earlier fellows hadn't hit them with their baseball bats. So what about that? It's another case where you see the uh, last one is uh, Chayev for uh, everything, even though he himself might not be uh, uniquely or solely responsible for the result. So the Gemara answers that Beketala lo kamairi. The uh, things that we were listing off, it wasn't talking about where someone was killed. It was simply talking about where there were damages. Kamavi, by same alternatively, but Pluto lo kamairi. We were not talking about something that's a point of machlokas, which obviously the Tanaic source that we just had is between the Tanakam and Ben Beseira. So the Gemara says, one second, really? Velo? Question mark, comma. We weren't talking about something that was any point of machlokas. Faha de lo karebi. Didn't we say that it was not like Rebbe? Well, that's true. However, when we're saying it's not like Rebbe, in other words, we're saying it's not like a shitas yachud, rather like a shitas rabim. And therefore, answers the Gemara. To say it's delo karebi, comma, connector, ukirabanan, right? But yes, like the rabanan, mukminan, that, that's fine. But to say that the Tanaic source be karebi, yudu ben beserva, lo karabanan, to make it like a shitas yachud and not like the majority opinion, lo mukminan, that <coughs> we will not establish as the uh, understanding of the Tanaic source. The Mishnah said, Chavti betashluminas. That's an interesting word, Chavti. Now, Chavti benezek, that's two words in a phrase, Lokitani. Chavti benezek would mean, I'm responsible for the damage. What did it say? Ella, two words in right angles, betashlume nezek. I underline the word betashlume. That uh, additional word, which apparently was not necessary, the payment of the nezek. Oh, well. It actually was coming to teach us something. Tanina, our mission was taught along the lines of that which is brought out in the following. Brisa, which goes all of six words. Tashlume Nezek, I put in right angles. That's a quote from a Mishnah. Melame, that term Tashlume indicates Shehabailim Mitaplin Benevela, that the um, 
owner is the one who has to take care or deal with the nevelis. Let's say you have an owner of an animal, and his animal uh, gets damaged and it falls into somebody's pit. So his animal is worth $100. Well, who has to take care of the dead animal at the bottom of the pit? Actually, the owner of the animal does, and the owner of the animal is entitled to a compensation not for the total value of his animal, but rather the total value of his animal minus the value of this dead animal, which he now has. Menani Mili, where do we know this from? Well, uh, let's see here. Amar Ami Andalan Rabami, he's number one. First one, a line, two lines later is Kahana, which is Rav Kahana, underlined him, he's number two. And a line later in the middle of the line is Chizki, underlined Chizki, he's number three. So we're going to have three psukim that indicate that in this type of situation, it's the owner of the animal has to deal with the nevela, and he gets compensated for the entire value of the animal, minus, though, the value of the nevela. So Amar Avami to Amar Kra. He has a pasuk, and his pasuk, you might want to note, is by a uh, person who is mazik ashore. What does the pasuk say over there? Maka nefesh behema yeshalmena. That if uh, a person uh, hits and kills uh, somebody else's animal, yeshalmena, literally it means he shall pay it. But for the drusha purposes, I'll take re yeshalmena, ella yashlimena, he should make it shalom, completed. In other words, if the animal's worth $100, now it's dead, the dead carcass is worth 20 he doesn't have to pay the full 100 rather he pays whatever beyond the carcass, so he would pay 80 Rav Kahana, who's the second approach, Amar Mehacha, he says, oh, we learn it from this Pasuk. Now, you might want to note this Pasuk is by a Shoimer Sachar and his responsibility. He's watching something. He's getting paid for watching it. Um, sa- says the Pasuk, Im taraif taraif aid ha-trefa lo uh, If the, let's see, he's watching somebody's animal and the animal's animal torn apart by some sort of uh, wolf or vicious uh, attacking animal, so he'll bring an aid. The trefa he will not pay. So what does that mean? Ad trefa yishalim, up to the value of the trefa, but trefa atzmalo yishalim. So again, he was given an animal, it was worth $100. The torn apart dead animals were 20 so he doesn't have to pay the full 100 He basically pays 80 which is the uh, difference between what the animal was worth and what the carcass is now worth. Chizkiah, who we underline, is a third approach, Amar Mehacha. This is by the uh, good old uh, Goring Ox. Uh, the Pasuk says, Vahameis yeloi. And the uh, carcass, the dead animal, will be his. Now, it's not clear who the pronoun his is, but uh, for Chizkis' purposes, it's the Nizak, the one who whose animal it was, the one whose animal was damaged. He gets the carcass, and therefore his compensation is the value of what the animal was worth when it was alive, minus what it's worth when it's dead. The Academy of Chizkia also taught in a Brisa. Brisa goes a line and a word. When the Pasuk says, quote, three words, that equals the Nizak. Maybe what it means, Mesiyaloi, is the Mazik has to deal with it. Amris, Lokachaya. No, no, no. It's not like that. That's the end of the Tanaic source. What in the world does that mean? My, ask the Gemara, Lokachaya. Oh, no, it's not like that. Why? Why is it not like that? Well, Amarabai explains. If you were really to think that, let's say, my animal uh, killed somebody else's animal, and my animal, the, I, I'm the one who has to deal with the dead animal, that Nevela Demazik Havya, then the Pasuk could have written itself in a much simpler way. Lichtleif Rachmana, sure, Tachas, sure. I have to pay the compensation of an ox for the entire value of an ox, comma, Velishtoik, and then stopped over there, the Pasuk. But when the Pasuk continues and says three words, quote, Vahamesi Eloi, and the mace will be his, Lamali, well, 
Who's the him? It must be Shmamina. That's the Nizak. It's the one whose animal was damaged. Okay, how many uh, sources did we have here? Three different psukim. All three are necessary, says the Gemara Vetzricha. And here's why. Because D'i, Kasev, I squiggle underline this word D'i. If it would have written Rahmana the Pasuk, the merciful one in the Torah, Maka Behema Yishamena, which was the first Pasuk, Mishum Deloy Shrich, I would have thought, well, you know why over there the one who's responsible for the damage doesn't have to pay the entire value of the damage, but rather the value of the damage minus the value of the carcass? Because that's very unusual. That's a person who damages a ox. It doesn't happen often. Aval in the second case, if we weren't told by the second case, when it's a trefa, which is a a shomer, a regular shomer guy was supposed to watch somebody's uh, animal. Deshricha, that's much more common. Amaloi might have thought, no, compensation would have to be for the full value of the animal. Therefore, tzricha, you had to tell me in the second pasuk. Kama v'iyashminen, I squiggle in line this v'iyashminen. And if we were told trefa, I would have thought, well, the reason why the guy who's responsible doesn't have to pay full compensation, only compensation minus the value of the novella is mishum de memela. That which happened wasn't actively done. It just happened like passively, that some uh, wild animal came and tore apart this uh, fellow's animal. Aval Maka Behema, where the person actually physically attacked somebody else's animal, Debiyadayim, where it's an actual uh, attack by the person, Amaloi might have thought, maybe no, uh, we would not say this Kula, and rather a full payment would be required. And if we were told Hani Tarti in the first and second Pasuk, in Ravami's Pasuk and Rav Kahana's Pasuk, Ha Mishum the Ha Mishum Mela, I would have thought that, okay, we apply the Kula, one, because it's a very uncommon case when a person uh, damages a shore, or Ha Mishum Mela, the other one, because like, it just happens automatically. Aval, the Hames uh, Yi which was Chizkiah's Pasuk, it's talking about a, a shore Nagach, which is common, and it's also. Bia daim, so to speak, bia daim of the shore. Deshrichu bia daim, emaloi, might have thought maybe not, and therefore we needed chizkes pasuk also. Why not then just teach us in chizkes pasuk? Viashminan, I squiggle under on that. Viashminan, hamesi eloi, if we were told that, mishum de mamoina kamazik, because it's his own um, uh, thing that is damaging. Aval hacha, in the number one and number two, Rabami's pasuk, and of Kahana's pasuk, de begufa. Mazik, where it's the actual thing, a malo, I might have thought that wouldn't be the case. Therefore, Tzrich, I needed by all three. Period. Amalir of Kana, Le, Rav, or maybe Tarava, Ella, Taima, and this is really introducing a question. So you're going to say the reason is the Kasrachmana, the reason that that's so, that the Nizak gets the Nevela, is because the Pasuk said, three word quote, Vahamesi Eloi, and the May should be his, which we're saying is the Nizak. Kama. What would be the inference from that? Ha lav ha if it wasn't for that phrase. Hava minu what I really have thought the nevela demazik havya would be the uh, uh, property would get uh, then taken by the mazik the one who did the damage question mark connector comma hashta well one second e is leledi day if Mister mazik has to pay so when Mister mazik has to pay he pays either cash or doesn't have cash he pays shava kesa if he had a nevela himself. Let's say he had a trefa. Let's say he had a whole slew of things that are not really so valuable, but the shava kesef. If Mr. Mazik had kama trefois, he could pay with cash, or he could pay. He could give to the nizak. We had said this uh, said it a few days ago. When the Pasuk says that it has to be returned, in other words, the person has to compensate properly. Yoshiv, this is a uh, 
I think it was actually a Tanaic source over there, we could box it off for the next six words, equals Rabbi Shavakesef Afilusubin, even low-quality Shavakesef. Didei Mibaya, would you like even need to tell me that his own, the Nizak's own, that certainly goes to Nizak? Well, Loi Nitzchacha the Gemara clarifies that what we really told over here is Lepachas Nevela, for the uh, depreciation of Nevela. In other words, when you have a dead animal, uh, it's worth a certain amount when it first dies, and then as time goes on, it gets worth less and less. Uh, so the difference between the value of the animal that uh, that was killed uh, between the time that it was actually killed till the time that the court case took place. Now, the Gemara suggests, and we'll... Uh, pause here, but the Gemara is going to suggest that maybe that issue of Pachas Nevela is a Machlokas Tanaim. It's a question which starts here and goes down onto the uh, fourth line of Yud Aleph Amud Aleph, and Emir Tashem will pick up at this point next year.